you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Chopper Beef Jerky. Today, we, of course, are live here in New York City. It's Wednesday, September 27th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There is Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCordy. We have a lot to get to today. Some cool guests later on. Peter's Fab Five. We've got interviews. Yeah. It's a Wednesday, a beautiful Wednesday here in Good Morning Football. Let's get to Ian Rappaport. Let's go, Sheik. Come on, baby. Come on, Ian. Ian, the latest, though, on the availability of the Giants running back, Saquon Barkley. Giants star running back missed last week with an ankle sprain that we have now learned is a high ankle sprain. My understanding when he had the injury was that he would probably miss multiple games, so missed Thursday, and then getting back on the field for Monday Night Football against the Seahawks this week would be a challenge or a stretch. That said, Brian Dayball, the head coach, described him as day-to-day. Said when they had a little jog through on Tuesday, he did not do very much. Perhaps we will see if he practices today, if he is able to practice today on a limited basis or tomorrow, first day of the practice week for tomorrow, then at least we know Saquon has a realistic shot to play on Monday. We're also watching the status of Derek Carr, the Saints starting quarterback, went down with what was a really scary looking injury on Sunday. Turned out to be uh, no issues, uh, no major issues, I should say, an AC joint sprain, but he is considered week to week, and this is not just a pain tolerance issue. This is a it's swollen and how well can he function issue. Would not be surprised at all if he misses a game, which means we could see Jameis Winston on the field against the Bucks. His old team obviously would be some, I would say, some interesting drama there. And then so much of the talk the last couple days, the last couple weeks has been, who will the Jets add at quarterback? And they did add someone, just maybe not exactly the type, sort of type of quarterback you were expecting. It is Trevor Simeon who played for them in 2019. Remember, played one game, suffered a serious injury, then did not play for them again. They signed him to the practice squad, so at least some familiarity for Jets fans, and we'll see where this ends up. Not saying he's going to come in and save the day, but at least another quarterback on the roster. 
Yeah, that was not on our bingo card of, of quarterback names, but on to the practice squad. Trevor Simeon goes. Ian Rapport, thank you very much. And that is, of course, because Aaron Rodgers remains unavailable to the Jets for who knows how long. But his regular appearances on the Pat McAfee show have kept up, and he's been watching his team, and he gave them some advice yesterday in his appearance. He said, quote, let's stick with our guys, and let's have a little belief. We just need to grow up a little bit on offense and not point fingers at each other. I think we need to hold our poise a little better. Really, just offensively, hold your poise. We need to not have some of those things happen on the sideline and be a little better competitors. So, Rodgers calling out the team for being a little better competitors on offense. Uh, they're sitting at 1-2, and two, the Jets are, and with the Chiefs coming to town for Sunday Night Football. Guys, how did the Jets salvage this season? Because somehow that's the word we are going to use <laughs> by uh, September 27th. We're not even in October. How do you salvage the season? 1-2. and two. Rodgers is sitting in an all-white room wearing a hat, looking at the camera from <laughs> California, and he's talking about things like this. Michael Carter screaming at Taylor Embry, the running backs coach on the sideline. Garrett Wilson with Hackett in a confused Zach Wilson. It was all the cameras could capture. If you were watching this game, you got Nance and Romo and about 45 different cameras because it's the A crew from CBS and they're just basically on the sidelines and the Jets' young players, they were unraveling in a way where it's from the outside looking in, you're like, things are falling apart. And then there's reports coming that the Jets, there's some turmoil and the defense about to lose it. It's talking to people in the Jets building, it's not as dramatic as what it seems right now. Hmm. They still seem like they are connected. And I think the key is get through these next two weeks. Just get through these next two weeks. Why? Mm. <laughs> Who do they got? The Chiefs and the Dolphins coming up. And that is as brutal as it could get. How do you salvage the season? Don't get blown out on national TV this weekend. Don't get blown out on national TV the following weekend. <laughs> get through that hump and let's just keep this thing together. This is like you're going on a road trip with your family and you just learn that the in-laws are coming also and the cousins are coming also. And mm -hmm. it's like, you just need to not lose your cool. Just be cool. How do you do that? Well, it's going to be a tall task. Take a look at the underlying story here that maybe not everyone wants to start every show with. The offensive line is not what they expected it to be. Here was just from a couple weeks ago. It was supposed to be Dwayne Brown. He's on IR. So Beckton has to move over there. Beckton didn't play the last two seasons, guys. It's supposed to be Tomlinson. Okay, he's still in there. Something good McGovern. Well, then Tipman has to go from center spot to play guard. And then Vera Tucker has to move over and play right tackle because we already moved Beckton. Tipman, Vera Tucker, and Becton had never played those positions this season before doing it last week against a very good Patriots front. And now here comes the Chiefs front with Chris Jones. Like, here's what it is. Buckle up, guys. It's only going to get this. And now you got Namath talking. And now you got, you know, issues with Joe Beningo and Tiki going at it a little bit. Like, the New York media thing, it becomes an avalanche. And, you know, if you're Salah, you're saying, okay, just everything's good. Like, the Simeon thing, as much as that seems like you roll your eyes at Simeon, like I feel like they had to they had to do something. The media was calling for it. The fans were calling. Yeah. Like at least now they can say we got someone. Just stop someone. for a mm -hmm. second. Just we got a living, breathing it's body. A warm body. Someone warm. Yeah. Like just stop. To me, this is crazy. I mean, there's no moral victories. You can't lose 40 to nothing this weekend against the Chiefs, mm -hmm. and you can't lose 70 to 20 against the Dolphins. So you have to get this through these next two weeks. They actually play the Broncos after the Chiefs. Oh, okay. that's so you that. have this that's that. So that's the whole. When do the Dolphins come up? They're coming the, the up. Soon. Late, they're, they're on the horizon. They're Whatever on. it is, yeah. the next two big matchups okay. for me uh -huh. are those guys. But the Broncos won't. That's, like, that's, that's what we're all looking forward to. That's even better. Because if you lose to the Broncos, then that's even worse than getting hammered by the Niners. Coaching job.
You so you're saying like, oh, you're gonna lose, just don't get embarrassed. <laughs> yes, yeah. you gotta hang tight. Don't no, don't unravel. Don't okay. come completely just, like just keep, just lose with dignity. You can't yeah. have right. like there's gonna be national cameras. NBC is coming. Yeah. They're gonna yeah. have 45 cameras on the sideline. Yeah. Don't lose the that. Chiefs schedule is like buzzsaw opponents. Like the Bears go in there, yeah. they go through the buzzsaw. The Jets, yeah. like what's gonna happen to them on Sunday night? Yeah. I'm sorry about the Dolphins coming. For some reason, I thought that the Dolphins were looming too. Mm. They are. That's the feeling. Though. But trust me, when you put up 70, you see that on the schedule hovering in some place. <laughs> um, that was a hell of a treatise there, Peter. I, um, I don't know if they can salvage the season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say the season is over because teams don't think that way, and I've seen this league have crazy things happen. But doesn't it feel like the, the season ended when Rodgers went down after four plays? That was the season. Mm -hmm. We got Rodgers. Let's go. And I feel like it was over here because their plan B was Wilson. There was no plan C. I think maybe they were a little seduced by this beautiful storyline of Zach Wilson shutting up and learning and he's going to be better under Rodgers and he looks good in practice. He's not good. He's never been good. He's never going to be good. So it's like, what do we have here? Now, in order for the season to turn around, one of three things has to happen. Talk about it. Zach Wilson has to just start playing well out of nowhere, okay? Someone like Trevor Simeon, some random spare part they bring in has to step in and be like, wow, he's great. Spare part. Okay. Or there's this crazy fairy tale that like a Kirk Cousins trade, which I also think is going to happen. If they go 0 for 3, I think this is like a 6 and 11 team, maybe even worse. Yeah. It was Rodgers. That was the plan. And it's a different dynamic because one thing Peter mentioned yesterday was, all right, so let's say they're just terrible. Are, you know, Douglas and Salah's job securities? I think they're back no matter what. Yeah. Really? Yes. I think they're given a pass yeah. because of what happened with Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers, uh, you know, do. came, I don't think he and Salah and Douglas have this long history. I think it was like there was one team that was going to trade for him. It was these guys. I, don't I think, think Rodgers signed on to play with Salah. I do. And I think that they have a relationship and an agreement. And if Salah goes, that means the staff is probably going. Is Hackett staying if Salah goes? Like, that's wow. why Rodgers yeah. is there. I think that this guy's got total job security because they're, it's like they're given a pass this year. The whole plan went out the window, all in for 2024. And if we suck, we'll get some draft picks. But I don't think they can. And I, I know that's like freezing cold take stuff, but unless one of they have a quarterback miracle that Wilson totally changes or simulate, I just, I don't see it. That was the plan, and it blew up in 75 seconds. So I hope they do. I, I don't expect it, though. I'm right along with you. I just loved, you said spare parts. Yeah. We used to have an old player, uh, Bernard Pollard. We used to call him spare parts oh. as he got older because he just looked like he was mulling around. But Trevor <laughs> Simeon's there. When you say salvage the season, we're talking about the offense. And yesterday I said, when Robert Sala said, the reason we're losing isn't just Zach Wilson. Jets fans came for me because I talked about the run game. How do you expect them to run and they can't pass the ball? It doesn't open up any lanes. I mean, Brees Hall was pretty good last year. Yeah. They didn't have Aaron Rodgers last year, and they figured it out. I look at this team, and you're like, all right, there's no savior coming through the door. All right, they brought in Trevor Simeon. What is Trevor Simeon going to bring to the team? I, I, have, I have no idea. He's not going to be playing. It's still going to be Zach Wilson. All right, Nathaniel Hackett, Zach Wilson, you're trying to figure this thing out. He looked like a deer in headlights going against the New England Patriots, a defense that he's played against mm -hmm. for the last few years and could not figure it out, could not read the defense, could not figure out what they were doing on offense. All right, here's the solution. Go no huddle. Put some tempo in this right. offense. Get to the line of scrimmage. Let Nathaniel Hackett start to figure out what the defense is going to be doing. Talk to Zach Wilson at the line of scrimmage. Help him with the plays and start to move faster to get something going on offense. Okay. Jets fans are at the game. They're watching there. And it's just like it's raining. You're watching bad football on New England side, bad football on the Jets side. It's just like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> this looks exactly the same as it did last week against the Dallas Cowboys. What has changed? Try something. 
something different. Throw, you're just throwing paint at the wall right now. So just keep going down the Rolodex. Keep trying things to try to figure it out. Because to your point, Kyle, I don't see any of these other quarterbacks. You're looking at those veterans and you're watching Zach Wilson run around when somebody is open because Matthew Judon's in his face. He has no time to throw the yeah. ball. None of those guys are coming in to play behind that line of scrimmage. I don't know that Kirk Cousins wants to leave what he's struggling with in Minnesota getting hit to go to the New York Jets to get hit by that behind that offensive line. So there is no savior at quarterback coming. You're just trying to figure out yeah. something with Zach Wilson. Here's the thing that you should try to salvage is the relationships within the building so that everyone is of sound mind when 2024 does roll around because six wins, five wins, it sounds mighty fine when you amass a top five draft pick and then we're not having odd offensive line shift changes three weeks into the season next year because you were able to go out because if they are able to retain a top five draft pick next season, Peter, does that mean they have two first round draft picks next year because they would not have had to give up their first rounder to the Packers? They'd have their own, right? They'd have yeah. their own and they'd be mm -hmm. able to have it be a top five pick because the Packers would not have to it's take like, their second round. If you're, okay, it's a great point. And there's this amazing quarterback draft coming up. Mm -hmm. After whiffing on Darnold and now apparently whiffing on Wilson, is there any confidence that the Jets are going to nail that top five mm -hmm. pick at quarterback? Mm -hmm. Did you just keep Why on doing it? Why would it be a quarterback? It? Well, I'm saying, like, if yeah. it's not yeah. it's not quarterback. So I, I, this is where Jets fans are at. And it's like you sign McCall Hardman. He's nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. you, sign, yeah. you sign Lazard and Cobb. It's mm -hmm. not like they're game breakers. No. no. So the realization is they built, are with the Rogers. team was built around Rodgers. Dalvin yes. Cook doesn't look to be the Dalvin no. Cook we were no. hoping right. Dalvin mm -hmm. Cook would no. be. So not that it's a house of cards, but it's like Rodgers goes down, like, yeah. everything, all the warts and bruises are now revealed. Yeah. The key is... You know, and there's a report from ESPN that like the defense is coming apart, and I haven't heard that. And, mm -hmm. and it's like this is where the New York media thing is real. And Rogers from afar is being like, guys, don't lose your poise. But like, they might need Rogers in the building. Yeah, they <laughs> might get on a just, plane, man. Just just be there, like rehab here, be here as soon as you can because. It seems like this thing is a little wobbly. Or right are they sitting there wobbly. being like, Rogers in California telling us we need to compete more. Shut up. You want to compete with this? You competed <laughs> with us and got hurt. I'm sorry. I hate to yeah. lose you. But like, shut up, old man. I'm doing my best over here. <laughs> I, are they saying that? I, I don't know. Bring him out. Put him in a chair. Snap it to him in a shotgun. Just let him from his seat. I mean, he'd be better in a chair. Like breaking bad. Would, would he throw farther than 3.7 yards per <laughs> air attempt? Because that's what Zach Wilson's doing. Still to come on Good Morning Football. We got to go. Rogers are wheelchair. Switch players desperately need to get their mojo back. Back this weekend. Whiteboard Wednesday is next. <laughs> Here's Chris Jones coming from Zach Wilson. That should be fun. Oh my goodness. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. 
It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, I'm Will Salva, and welcome back to Good Morning Football. Now, earlier this week, Jets head coach Robert Sala was asked if they plan on adding a veteran quarterback to the roster, and he said, quote, that one is a Joe question, referring to general manager Joe Douglas. Well, it looks like Joe answered that question with a yes as the Jets announced Tuesday that they have signed quarterback Trevor Simeon to the practice squad. This will be the second go-around for Simeon with Gang Green after spending the 2019 season with New York. He spent the 2022 season with the Bears. NFL Network insider Mike Garofolo reporting free agent linebacker Kyle Vannoy has agreed to terms with the Ravens to join their practice squad. Vannoy had previously visited the team back in July. The 10-year veteran had five sacks for the Chargers last season. And Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey already feeling the effects of the Swifties and his newfound relationship. According to sportswear and fan merchandise company, Kelsey saw a nearly 400% jump in jersey sales on Sunday as Taylor Swift attended the Chiefs game. So the Swifties showing up and showing out for Kelsey. I just wonder how many jerseys Dave Casper would have sold if he had dated Dolly Parton, KB. Great question, Will. Mm. Great question. We'll never know. Just wondering. I love that you're going to get the researchers on that. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> we have to get to a very important gentleman, though. He's kind of the gatekeeper of young, exciting talent in the NFL. He won four Super Bowls as a longtime NFL scout. He's currently executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. Please welcome back to Good Morning Football. It's Jim Nagy. It's our old friend. What's up, Jim? Good morning, guys. When we see you, we think of young, exciting football players and peanut butter cups. It's two of our favorite Here things, which is fantastic. Jim, I mentioned it on the way in. Every year, the Senior Bowl, your prom, the best, showcases future NFL stars. Puka Nakua was there this past year. Tank Dell, they were among some of the standouts you had. What was most impressive about those two guys, and what are your thoughts on their early NFL success? It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's really cool to have those guys. It gives you a jump on fantasy football, right? We kind of get a, get a heads Hell up yeah. on that stuff. But, you know, when you watch Puka last year, the best way to describe him was crafty. And just going back to my time in the NFL, when you described a player as crafty in a report, it usually meant that he was going to transition pretty quickly in his career. We've seen that with Puka. You know, he's, he's found a way to get open, and he's got the trust of Matt Stafford, which is huge. And then Tank Dell is, is so explosive. I mean, down here, nobody could cover him. His releases were ridiculous. He was so good at the top of a route. So just a really dynamic playmaker. And again, he's on the same page right now as C.J. Stroud, a guy he came in with in that rookie class. They got a lot of work in the offseason together, even during the pre-draft process, I believe. So really good chemistry there. So we're seeing these two guys, these two young guys come in and, and uh, hit the ground running. It's been fun to watch. Jim, let's look at this year's quarterbacks looking to make their case at the 2024 Senior Bowl. you got Bo Nix, Cam Ward, Michael Penix Jr. They all remain unbeaten so far this season. Where are you in the scouting process with any of those guys, and have any, has any single quarterback stood out to you yet? 
Well, you just named three really good ones, and they're all up there in the Pacific Northwest. I, I would say this to anyone at home that, that's getting ready to plan their college football Saturdays the rest of the year. Take a nap after that, you know, 3.30 East Coast game. Take a nap about 6 o'clock and wake back up and, and watch these Pac-12 guys. I'll say the, the one thing between Bo Nix and Cam Ward and Michael Penix is they're all making it look really easy right now. They have different, they have a bit different games. I mean, Cam Ward and Bo Nix are similar in the sense that they can run around and make things happen. They both got a little magic to him. Even last week, Bo Nix made it look easy against Colorado. And then Michael Penix, you know, we're, we're talking about Tua right now is maybe a comeback player of the year in the NFL. I mean, Michael Penix coming back from where he was a couple years ago at Indiana to what he's done these last two years in Washington is really impressive. He's got two of the best senior wide receivers in the country, Jalen McMillan and Roma Dunzi. They're a fun offense because they just bomb you. They take you deep. And uh, again, take a nap, wake up and watch some Pac-12 football this fall. Jim, one of the things we don't see uh, when the senior bowl practices, all the stuff that goes on off the field. I had Richmond Flowers on my podcast and he was talking about, he's a coaching agent and he says his advice to his young coaches is go to the senior bowl, bring a resume and it might be uncomfortable, but go and talk to everyone. Take us behind the scenes and what it's like for a young coach trying to break into the league and maybe why the senior bowl in Mobile is the best place to make a connection. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, that, that doesn't just apply to coaches. It applies to anyone trying to get into scouting or even the media. I've heard so many stories about media connections that are made down here. And, and it's the best advice I give to any young person that wants to get into scouting. Go to the Senior Bowl, go to the Combine. So much great networking. It, it really kind of is the unofficial NFL convention, if you will. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on across the street. It beats the official dive bar of the NFL during Senior Bowl week. So yeah, a lot, a lot of work goes on behind the scenes. Just a lot of great networking because it's you guys have been down here. It's a lot more laid back than the combine. It's not quite as corporate, um, just more of a relaxed setting. Yeah, and, and there's been 75 years of the Senior Bowl. And to mark the anniversary, fans are being allowed to vote for their all-time favorite Senior Bowl players. at SeniorBowl.com slash 75th team. I was there when Aaron Donald was just dominating in 2013, just tossing people around. And I'm like, that guy's good. That was my <laughs> scouting experience. Any surprises from the fan results so far, though? Yeah, uh, first of all, I got to shout out the NFLPA. They're, the, they're sponsoring our 75th celebration. They're, they're really allowing us to bring all these players back during the week this year, which is going to be exciting but you know some of the fan votes some of the surprises Jim Harbaugh is in third place at quarterback right now uh, it goes Dan Marino Tim Tebow and then Jim Harbaugh and I think anytime you put team Tim Tebow on a ballot of course he's going to be way up there so you know and they're beating out players like Philip Rivers and Carson Palmer and Brett Favre and, and you know some of the newer guys like Josh Allen and Russell Wilson so that's one and then I, I got to bring this one up the defensive end position with Michael Strahan Demarcus Ware and Dwight Freeney right now Jason Taylor would not be on the 75th fan team and he's one of the best of all time with a gold jacket this is so fun this is a great we're all fired up about it at the table awesome. we got producers chiming in like everyone wants a piece <laughs> of this and when you start throwing around those names tebow's up there you know that's yeah. that's uh that's not the last kind of vote people want to get for tim tebow someday but who know jim it's awesome to see you it's always great to see you it's a great thing you do down there and uh, jason loves the shout out to the nflpa don't you jason they're, they're involved now a sponsor i love that so keep doing what you're doing jim thanks jim we got to stuff the ballot box for Jason's brother, Devin. He's on the ballot at safety, so uh, go on and vote. We have to get our mojo back. We got to get that mojo that we had in the preseason where we're playing fast and fluid with confidence individually and collectively. We've lost that, to be blunt. 
Hmm. Okay. Time now for a game of Whiteboard Wednesday. That was last week. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin said that the Steelers offense had lost its mojo. Yesterday, he readdressed his comments and said that he didn't mean it. So, uh, but let's talk mojo, shall we? Uh, the player who will get their mojo back in week four will be hmm. Jason. I'm going with a running back, and I'm going with King Henry, Derrick Henry, mm. yeah. getting his mojo back. What's up, King? Played against the Cleveland Browns. This guy was not the Derrick Henry that we're used to. 20 yards rushing on 11 carries. That was it. The Browns defense completely shut him down. They have the Bengals this week. They've tried to spread the ball between him and Tajay Spears this year. We need to see a King-like performance, see him get his mojo, see those big legs running through the middle of the field. King Henry getting his mojo back this week. Nice to see him back. Uh, Matthew Stafford had one of the best opening weeks. They went into Seattle and they lit it up. Second week, solid against the Mm -hmm. Niners, threw a bad pick at the end. Didn't have it Monday night, and if the Rams have a shot here, they need to get going. They play the Colts in an interesting game. Could be Minshew, could be Anthony Richardson. Mm. Stafford was a bit off against Cincinnati, and I would say once his left tackle went down in that second half, he had no shot. Trey Hendrickson was in on every play. We saw, obviously, DJ Reader get a big one. And then Stafford threw a couple picks to Logan Wilson. It wasn't the Stafford we're used to. Rams have no shot this season. It's going to be a a Zach Wilson situation unless Stafford gets going. He's going to have to carry this team on his back. He did not have it Monday night. Credit to Cincinnati and Lou Anarumo for getting it going, but Stafford needs to be better against Indianapolis. You're very close, Peter. I got got this guy right here. Two Rams. Puka, five catches? (laughs) What are we doing? You know, you can't stop Puka Nakua. You only hope to contain him. Five catches in your third career game? It's like you didn't even show up. What are we doing here? Now, hold on. I still believe in Puka. As we know, the season receptions record is 149 by Michael Thomas. Puka's still on pace for 170. We're doing fine. But I don't want any sort of... None of this... Five catch, seven catch, eight catch, nine nine catch nonsense this weekend, Pua. I want bare minimum double digits like we intend with you every single week. Puka, please let us believe in the fairy tale. We love you. Let's 15 go. catches this week again. Let's get back on track. Come on. Mm, Puka, Nakua, how dare you? Five catches. Um, on any given Sunday, we always see a good jersey exchange. Over the weekend, former NFL quarterback Mike Vick swapped jerseys with former fictional quarterback Willie Beeman, a.k.a. Jamie Foxx, in any given Sunday. So, let me ask you this. this really Who is the fictional game. athlete that you would most want to exchange a jersey with after a game? Jason. Uh, uh, this was a tough one for me. Oh, yeah? A lot of going back and That's forth. Cool I started with uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Okay. and he Hell, got yeah. Like, yes. That's Ray Allen. Like, I just want a Ray Allen jersey. I'd go on the recruiting trip. <laughs> <laughs> that dorm room was cool. The dorm room. I, I remember being a young kid. I don't want to get. I was like, is what this is what it's? And then my is recruiting trip like? was, was nothing like that. that. Okay. Yeah. I know. Mine either. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Kenny Bleeping Let's go, Jay. Howard. Talk about it. Bound and down. I want this guy because you talk about a rise to stardom. You come in and you just blow the waters away. But then he's also problematic. You don't know what he's going to say. He goes through his highs and lows. I want everything about this guy because you hang, you get his jersey, you get his autograph. You don't know what's going to be along with the autograph. You have no idea what personal quote he's going to give you, but you just hang the jersey up and it's a reminder like, hey, it can all be all good it can all be all bad i'm going with kenny bleeping power love it it's awesome um, who's got a hundred percent approval rating in this world i don't think there's anyone peter schrager than, no not me keanu reeves has a yes he does approval rating. there's no one who has a bad what about chandler he doesn't like him 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> he retracted that statement. It's true. Matthew Perry did come out in multiple Sheep times. Sheep shots. Reprint. Sheep and shots. And he still walks among us. Yes, that was yeah. a lot. Sure. Like Matthew Perry as a Lawrence Olivier. I mean, come on, dude. What a terrible. Oh, uh, he played two different Ohio State quarterbacks. He played Johnny Utah in Point Break, mm -hmm. and then several years later plays this guy, Shane Falco in The Replacements. I love Shane Falco's story. 96 Sugar Bowl. He's a champion. Falls off the grid a little bit, has a little dalliance and whatever else is going on off the field. And then in a strike situation, they need someone to come about and Gene Hackman calls up Shane Falco. Shane Falco's jersey, I love the replacement. I think it's a very underrated sports movie. Yes. Never mentioned and yet mm -hmm. one of those that if it's on TBS or TNT or FX, I'm watching every play. Mm -hmm. I love it. John Favreau also plays like a really linebacker. tough linebacker. Yeah. Like not a comedic role. And it's no, like, no, no. That's interesting. Every John time you Favreau play a linebacker in those movies, you always wear number 56 because of Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> you know who I want to change jerseys with? Alvin Mack. The program. My favorite sports movie in any sport is The Program. Alvin Mack is the best player. Latimer has a cult following, but Latimer is highly problematic in a few yeah. different ways you don't even need to mention. But the film session between Alvin Mack, after he is asked by his tutor, Alvin, what two city-states fought in the Punic War? And he says, I don't know, Detroit and Buffalo, which is a hilarious scene. <laughs> then you go to the film room, you show Alvin is really intelligent and has a deep insight when he applies it because then James Conn up the film room and he asks to break down the film and Alvin says, he goes up a hero unless the setback shifts into the eye. Okie thund thund thunder lion, what's your assignment? Kill the quarterback. Mm. Next slide, what's your assignment? Hit the tight end so hard his girlfriend dies. Mm. Next slide, what's your assignment? Kill everybody. Mm. Alvin Mack, and of course a tragic ending. Oh. I don't know why we can get, uh, Rogers says he's going to come back from the playoffs with Achilles. Alvin Mack blows his knee up. He's done for life. I know, but let's get Dr. What's his, uh, Dr. Andrews on to Alvin Mack. He was only in his residency then. He couldn't. I guess. Dr. Elitrosh. Work on Alvin there Mack. There you go. ASU <laughs> has deep pockets and boosters. Can we get a surgeon on Alvin Mack to repair that knee? And at least a late round flyer in the draft. Was come on a, now. Was it a doorbell? Or he bought his mom a door knocker. And when I would go pro, I'm going to get you the house to go <laughs> with you. It's a terrible story. Alvin, I feel you, man. Get him a surgeon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great cinematic effort out of all three of you, which is why we're so thrilled that uh, Hollywood is back, baby. The Hollywood writer strike is coming to a close, which means new shows and movies could be making their way back to our screens. And once the actors and studios great. reach said deal, we have to pick one show that is rumored to be in the reboot work machine is The Office, no. which reportedly mm. uh, that's what it said. It? Apparently, would be led by the original creator and showrunner Greg Daniels. Many fans are outraged, as you two just yeah, were at the no. table. So here. they're going to recast Dwight and Jim and all those people. You can't, like, what? You can't even say half. I'm just the telling you, this is the report. Nowadays. This is the report. The, Baumgartner back. The deal. The deal is done, and this When's is the Stephanie first thing that's going to be rebooted. Angela. Wow. Get no, out of here. It's fine. Okay. Since that's not on your list of shows that you'd want to reboot, you have to pick a show that you want to see a reboot of, Jason. I'm going with one. Did I do that? Wow, Family Matters. I'm going with Family Matters. Forget about all this reality TV nowadays. I want a good, wholesome show. This was back in Chicago, back in the day. Steve Urkel, the next door neighbor, always coming over, just killing Carl Winslow, just destroying the house, doing whatever the hell he wants. Whatever Love happened to? You know what I mean? With Laura, I want Family Matters. Bring it back. Everywhere That's my pre-show show that I watch in the room. Is that true, Jay? Yeah. Do you Family Matters? Yeah. 
Do you not know how to change a channel? Is that why? No, I love that. Oh, that's I don't want to talk. I don't want. I don't want to watch NFL Network as I'm getting ready to go on NFL. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Uh, right. Watching some good TV. Eddie Winslow fan, obviously. Winslow, yeah. Carl Winslow fan, yeah. obviously. Laura, are we a fan? Yeah, I love Laura. Yeah, <laughs> I love, I love her treatment of Steve. Like, yeah. Just a guy that's always there. And then oh, he God. finds Myra, and it's just like, no, Steve, I love you. Just give me Stefan. No, I, uh, that part I'm not a big Stephon fan. Stefan Urkel. Um, what do you got, Peter? Retro Diaries? I got Cheers. Retro Diaries. Great. I'm going Cheers. That would be fun. I would love a Cheers reboot with a younger cast and let's do it back. But I love the idea of just people getting together in a post-COVID world. Remember we used to go out as friends and this used to be what happens. People would go out. I, Robert Urich? <laughs> what is he doing? Spencer for Hire. What's he doing there? Use him in the clip. I, <laughs> what the hell? I, I love Danson's hair right there. Uh, give me a Cheers reboot. I would take the same cast, honestly. I love Woody and I obviously, you know, the rest in peace, the great Kirstie, Kirstie Alley. Alley. You have but to bring I mean, back Shelly, though. I know. We got to bring back Shelly. That's fine. That's it. I'm fine. Here we go. Cheers. Let's when I moved back. to New York, my dad was convinced I was going to find a bar that they knew my name when I walked into. Like, he just thought that was a thing that happens Aww. when you move to the big city. Not too late. Did. Did I know. Too late. Well, one maybe, but it's more because I left my credit card there a lot. Let me introduce you to O'Hara's <laughs> Hub in Lower Manhattan. Yeah. A delightful place. Yes. Yes. The crew's like, yeah! <laughs> uh, let's just get to the GOAT. Let's just go. Come, is, okay. is it, is it time? Can we still just show hot people on TV? Hot women, hot men running around saving people. <laughs> I'll be ready! Can we do it? Apparently they are in talks to bring it back. I don't know if it's Baywatch. Do we want Baywatch with like a message though? Are they gonna have like, gonna say, you know, like, we're out here saving lives. But you know who's really saving lives? Pfizer. Like that's, they'll go like that. Do it. They'll have some sort of oh message. And also, if only for the cameos. Like if you want to deep dive in Baywatch, guys, it's Piazza. unbelievable. Yeah. Oh my! Oh, the, the, obviously, Peter went right for the headliner. The, the Mike Piazza in his own Dodgers jersey, just swinging the bat. But I'm telling you, David Spade played a surfer. Brian Cranston played the captain of a party boat. Right? Yeah. Shaggy was in an episode. Mm. Geraldo, Geraldo, all the wrestlers. Like it's Baywatch was really a thing. I know some of the. Th stuff has not aged well, but I feel like we can still show attractive people running in slow motion. No. Why the hell not? No, you can't. What are we doing? This was America. It's called The Bachelor Bachelorette, and they just don't have to script it. They just have them running around chasing after each other for love. It's a great point. Let's get them some bathing suits and some of those orange saver things. Let's go save some people. Orange, great. <laughs> love, right? love it. Who's love going it. to that beach? There's 12 people drowning every episode. What the hell are they Bring doing? Bring back the beach? UPN. You want UPN? Let's UPN. go. UPN. UPN. Power 50. Come on. Oh, okay, well done. Coming up, we have the third overall pick from the draft coming on our show today. Ricky, defensive sensation Will Anderson Jr. joining the breakfast table. Hey, homeboys in outer space. <laughs>37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dolphins Bills. Bills got a huge win against the Commanders on Sunday. They forced five turnovers. They had four picks off of Sam Howell. They had themselves a day. Bills won 37 to three, but they have to quickly turn the page. It's week four. The undefeated Dolphins are coming to town. And here's what head coach Sean McDermott <coughs> thinks of Miami's offense. They have uh, unreal team speed on, on, the, on the offensive side. That's really where my focus has been the last uh, hour or two. And it seems like they added to it this offseason, right? So very good skill. Tua's is uh, throwing the ball extremely well. And they just, their, their schematics are almost revolutionary in what they do. I mean, it's Coach McDaniel's very, uh, very creative and does a lot of things to get you out of position on defense. Well, understandably so. Coach McDermott is impressed after watching the Dolphins put up 70 on doesn't matter who the team is. They put up 70 this week. The Bills are still slight favorites at home, though. Jason, were you surprised by that? They're slight favorites. Just slightly. Just mm-hmm. slightly. Favored. Oh, favorites. Um, I don't really care. I, I hear you that. don't care about that. You don't no, draw lines. No, don't yeah. Care, uh, right. Lines. Take us where you care about. I don't even understand any of it. Um, can this game get flexed to Sunday night? Like, this is a Sunday 1 p.m. game. I know that doesn't Great start call. till week five and all that. But I'm just fired up to watch this game. When you talk about who's favorite, who's not, I think some of it has to do with Josh Allen's eight and two against the Miami Dolphins. Two is one and four. Just the history with these two quarterbacks playing against each other. It hasn't been pretty for the Miami Dolphins, but they put up. 70 points last week. So it's going to be a fun one to watch. But I'm looking at Vic Fangio for the Miami Dolphins defense. What are they going to do with Josh Allen? Because if history shows anything, Josh Allen has had his way with Vic Fangio when they played against each other. He was the head coach for the Broncos, and he's had a ton of success. And when these two teams meet up, last year we saw fireworks kind of with scoring. I was at the game in Buffalo with snow and a whole nine. And I just want to see what they're able to come up with. Sean McDermott called the offense revolutionary on the other side of the ball. Revolutionary? I, there's a little bit of it's fun, I guess, in a sense. And when you see all the motions and everything, I'm just fired up to see this one. I'm excited as hell. I don't care who's favorite mm-hmm. one way or another, whether it's slight, whether it's big. I just want to see this matchup. Revolutionary schematics they have there. You don't hear that term mm-hmm. much. Listen, I, I've said this all week. If, it, if not for what the Dolphins did, what the Bills did would have been the biggest thumping in the entire league. They went True. to a 2-0 team in the road and destroyed the Commanders, and the defense was unbelievable. Why does it feel like this is the AFC East title game? It's not. Mm. It's week four. There's a a lot of football to be played, and yet it feels massive despite the record that the Bills and Josh Allen have against the Dolphins, which is totally one-sided because there's just so much more. And I, I, I'm sure, Peter, you're going to get into this. There's off-the-field stuff. There's storyline stuff. Like, mm-hmm. the Bills are on record that, like, they hate playing in Miami, and Josh Allen, who doesn't talk about it a lot, talks about it. Now, this game's in Buffalo. The Christian Wilkins stuff is a big deal. He's yeah. always antagonizing Allen. They go face-to-face, and there's been fouls, and there's been personal fouls. I like that it's early in the season. Whoever wins this game is going to be like, we're the man. And it's 
either going to be the Dolphins saying, like, get out of here, old men, we're the team now, or it's Buffalo that's going to be saying back to the shallow end. It also feels like it's first to 40. If you were to say right now to a Bills fan, 35 points for the Dolphins, would you take it? Mm. Would you take five you touchdowns? Sign right here for yeah. that? You, here's an offer. I'll slide it across the table. Five touchdowns. Do you want that? I think you take it. I think you can win with if they have 35 points. It's half of what they scored last week. So there's the feeling that this could be a special one. Like, Don't you feel like this? Yeah. the way these teams are both clicking? Feels like there's more at stake than just of week four who's in first place in the East. Yeah, I, and I also think you see that number eight and two, and that's what the Bills are the last 10 yeah. against the Dolphins, and you think, okay, well, the Bills have their number. Dolphins beat the Bills in Miami, as you mentioned, yep. and that was early in the season in about 100-degree heat, and we know the whole storyline there. Bills swept the Dolphins in two games in Buffalo, granted. But if you watch those games back, the Dolphins had that Saturday night game in hand, and they gave it away. They had their shots. Josh Allen played superhuman. He had four touchdowns. He was throwing the ball from leaning out of bounds. Tua played amazing in this game. If there's any fear that the Dolphins have going into Buffalo, like, I don't think it exists anymore. They hung with these guys on a Saturday night. They went blow for blow. The Bills did come out as victors. Snowballs galore. They then go play him in the wild card game, and Tua's not available because of the injury against the Packers. And I'll tell you what, Skylar Thompson held his own. Yeah, the Bills came out mm. big, but the, they only won by three points. The Dolphins played Really tough. They lost 34-31, and Skylar Thompson was the quarterback. So this whole, like, you know, Miami's, they, they're going to be intimidated. They're going to go, but I don't think so. I think these Dolphins yeah. players are rolling high. They're like, Buffalo's not scary. We almost beat them twice mm -hmm. last year. We came up just short. One of them, Josh Allen, made some miracle plays. And the other one, well, it's Skylar Thompson, our third-string quarterback. And at quarterback, I am surprised that Buffalo's favored here. I think Miami's the story of the season. I think they've won two road games against good teams, the mm -hmm. Patriots and the Chargers. Mm -hmm. And they absolutely blew out a team with a lot of pride in the Broncos, putting up 70 points. I don't think any team in the league, Chiefs and Included, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners. I don't think any team should be favored over the Dolphins right now mm. with what they've done just on this body of work. I don't think there's been any team more impressive. If we were to do like power rankings, I wouldn't blink if someone put the Dolphins number one in the entire league. Bills, I don't have up there. NFL.com, Eric Edholm's power rankings one. is number one. Number one. Eric, the Dolphins are one. I think he nailed it. So how are they underdogs? I don't care where they're playing. I, I mean, look, the Bills might win this game, and that's great, and I could look silly, but going into this game, let's call it like it is. The Dolphins are playing better brand of football than anyone in the league. Slight, slight underdogs is the key word. The, the word revolutionize, I think that's where it applies to the, the back end of your point there, Peter. It's fun to be on the front end of things or people or concepts that are making history or changing the game. Like I think we like to call Patrick Mahomes and his quarterback play. He's revolutionizing the way it, the offense isn't, but the way he plays the game is. I was talking to Gary Danielson this week, who calls the SEC games on CBS, now Big Ten, uh, too. He was telling me about, it reminds him of the way the Golden State Warriors revolutionized mm. the NBA in the mid-20-teens. Steph Curry comes in, Steve Kerr changes the game, the amount of threes that this team is taking, they go to five NBA finals, they win three titles. People were realizing it after the the fact that this is how much the game had changed and this is where we're going now. Is this the beginning of teams running guys left, right, and sideways and we're going to see ne next year two offenses doing it, five offenses doing it, and all of a sudden in 10 years you're never going to not see two running backs running sideways and you have no idea where the ball is until it's up the middle because it's on a quarterback sneak. Like you just don't know what's happened. Is Mike McDaniel in the lab back in San Francisco changing the game and we are just on the forefront of this? It's so fun to watch. 
But mostly, I think people, maybe Sean McDermott is realizing it because he used that word specifically, revolutionize, what was it, revolutionize? Schematics, schematics. yeah. It's a compliment. It's yeah. a compliment, I would think, if you're Mike McDaniel. And you know what I love about it? McDaniel was on the staff with Kyle Shanahan, with Sean McVay, and he's sitting there and he's watching those guys get their chances, and they're all revolutionizing the game with these offenses. And you have to feel like he was sitting there and was just like, I'm better. Mm-hmm. Like, when I get my shot, I'm going to show him. And like now it's his shot, and it's so much fun to watch. It's true. So cool. I, I interviewed on my podcast yesterday his long, longtime friend, Richmond Flowers III, who also was his agent but was with them on that Washington staff. And Richmond said that Mike was just waiting and waiting. Mm-hmm. And while McVay was getting crowned, Mike was underneath Kyle in Houston and in Washington and Atlanta and in San Francisco. And all that time, his title was run game coordinator. Yeah. So put a decade of just brainstorming, brainstorming yeah. and mm-hmm. throwing things on the wall and not being the guy. And now this is the result. It's pretty mm, cool. Love it. So Jay, cool. I feel like it, I'm getting a vibe from you that maybe you're not that impressed. Like, yeah. Mike McDaniel didn't make up men in motion and reverse fakes and stuff like that. Are people sitting at home being like, look, a lot of people are doing this stuff. They got Tyreek. He's fast. Yeah, I think there was a time where in the NFL, you just ran the ball, you just ran the ball. And the yeah. next thing you know, there was, all right, we can do a forward pass. Then it was, all right, we can <laughs> spread out. Shifts and motions have been around the game for so long. He's finding a cool way to use them. Revolutionized to me, like that's, I don't know if there's any more revolutionizing the game in right. the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. The one play that we saw in Cool Plays, bro, where you got two running backs running by him, and Tua does like 270 degree turn. I swear, if you pause yeah. that, ghost, no one ghost, would know where the ball is. Ghost motion, running backs just going up. Mm-hmm. He just did a no look pass. Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't that one. It was like on the handoff. It was there was a handoff that happened. Oh, yeah. It was just I don't know. It also takes the people that are executing the and revolutionized team, which is what they have. That's what's so impressive about coaching. Yeah. All right, what do I have? Yeah. What's on my blank space? And now, how do I apply it? That's the cool thing of what he's been able to do. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.